Tell me you will, we already won Get in the Senate, get demons to run I don't believe it cause we got the sun Too many people, we gotta hear some That's why we fight, laugh, feast Yeah, we fight, laugh, feast That's why we fight, laugh, feast Yeah, we fight, laugh, feast Baseball is opening Opening It has opened It has opened It has opened Fauci wasn't wearing a mask on opening day Nope Really? Vin Angel Really? We had the Vin Angel CEO came coming on the show. Oh yeah, Neil. Oh, yeah. Neil Harmon. Neil Harmon, man. Vin Angel. What the bleep? They're sneaky. <laughs> <laughs> I actually. Well, never mind. <laughs> oh, I got thrown off now. No worries. All right, hey, Pastor Toby Chuck Knox. I'm the Water Boy. It's good to be with you guys. Make sure you share the show. Nice. Get into this. Real? Seriously? Um, Seriously? Uh, we're gonna push through this. Hey, will you? Will you like put a mask on? Love your neighbor or something, bro. Oh, my bad. This bothers you, dude. Like, like my bad. Y'all don't want this, dude. This that, is good. That doesn't even put a mask on. That's, that's put a mask on, that's, bro. That's love smells, your neighbor. It smells like a. It's like a wine. Well, Knox, it's like a wine cooler. Working on loving my his bad, neighbor. Guys. While he's wow. working on love, loving his neighbor, he's gonna put his Please. mask on here. Yeah, hey, all the make black, sure you all guys the join people. us in Nashville, October first through the third. We're gonna be fight, <laughs> laughing, so and feasting. We're gonna kick off the conference with beer and psalm sing treats for the kids. You're gonna make me wear this Marxist burka for real. If you're yeah. gonna if you're gonna yeah. breathe like that, okay, in in our studio <laughs> while we're doing the show, okay, all right, put put the mask on. Hey, Samara, okay, d- d- can I do my plug now? No, well, I, I was also gonna say Grace and Jenna before we get there. <laughs> hey, hey, it's much better. It, Toby, Toby, it's much better. Look at it. Wait, okay. do that again. Do that again. Yep. Oh, yeah. went through the mask. Oh, are you good. serious? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, hey, he's loving his neighbor now. Thank you. Are you guys happy? Hey, thank you, man. Are you happy thank now? You. I'm, I'm, I'm happy. Uh, um, All right. Viruses it, are a lot bigger than that. Are they? <laughs> are they, though? This is our opener for the show. Right. <laughs> Look at him. If you can't see him. Hey, if you guys are going to meet Grace Agenda, just mark on your calendars. Uh, besides of all the festivities that are going on at Grace Agenda, mark on your calendars that we're going to have a little meet and greet at Darren Doan's barn. Can I vacate? Uh, Do I have to wear a mask? Saturday night at 730. We look forward to seeing you guys there. I'm pushing. Do I'm I have pushing. to wear a mask? Toby. Um, also, you know, there are hundreds of thousands of Christians Across the nation, caring for one another's needs in ways that Chocolate Knox would know nothing about. Stop, I'm wearing the mask. I am wearing the mask. <laughs> All without the use of insurance. Here's how it works. There's no network restrictions. As a Samaritan member, you can get your health care wherever you want it, wherever you need it, whatever doctor, you know, and your hospital, pharmacy. And then what happens is you just record, you just report what you've spent on this health expense, it's, it, and then they share that with other Samaritan Ministries members who then pray for you Amen. and send you money directly for that to health pay for your expense. Health need. And wow. just, I'm going to interrupt you here because their their app is almost ready to go full on to the public They're doing here. doing an app? They got an app, oh, and, which is going to um, basically process all that exchanging and prayer cards and all that stuff. Yeah. And uh, they're actually going to be demoing the app at our conference when the, when they come Get out. Get out of yeah. here. Yeah. October so, 1st to the 3rd. Yeah, that's right. And if you're a Fight Left East Club member, of course, don't forget to get $100 off that conference. Anyways, go to Samaritan Ministries if you want. Find out more at SamaritanMinistries.org forward slash CrossPolitik. Oh. Opening season. Yeah. I'm a little torn here because I've been, okay. I've been looking forward to oh, sports. We call it opening day. 
Oh, well, because opening season is hunting, right? <laughs> right. I'm, I'm, I'm almost in hunting mode. I'm sorry, Mark. I'm almost in hunting sorry, mode. Sorry, Mark. We're trying. Opening we're, we're working on it. So opening day happened this last week, and I'm, I'm right. torn. For baseball. For, for baseball. Right. I'm torn because I've been, I, I don't care. Whatever sport starts happening, I'm going to get right. into it because I'm, 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 I'm waiting for the sports. You know, right. I'm excited I, about I sports. Mean, I mean, a bunch of us have been getting really excited about bowling. <laughs> just because look, look there's there's guys in there there's a ball yeah and they can social distance <laughs> so here's uh, uh dr fauci what? throwing the opening oh. pitch no one's in the stands For because the- they aren't allowing fans right. in the stands For which right. I, I, paying customers in the stands i know i know them. seriously oh no I, I can never trust a doctor that throws like that I get, no no Oh! Oh no! It, it didn't even go. It didn't even go in the like. It wasn't even close. I can never trust a doctor that can't throw a baseball. I mean, he, he's, he's eighty something. No, no, this is guys. this is God. This is how God tells stories. He's like, <laughs> okay, yeah, here. here, here, you can listen to a guy throws like that. Yeah, right. Yeah. So and then later in the game, yeah. he oh. was social distancing and practicing everything that he was preaching, except not. Then look, there he is not and, wearing a mask. Not wearing a mask, dude. Dude, that's a chin strap. Yeah, <laughs> dude, dude, that's it. That's not. That's it's not. A, a, it's a virgin strap. Is this yeah. with the N95 now? So this is N95. Oh my goodness! What? <laughs> what? No, 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 is, no, no. It is upside down. No, no, Your you, mask you, is upside oh, down. Yeah, come on, yeah. oh, come on, come on. You gotta wear it, it right. Upside. You gotta wear it right. He put a. You N95. gotta wear it better than Fauci. Okay, a bunch of okay. you are listening to this in your cars. Are on your way to work, and he just put an N95 on. But it was and, backwards. And he's and he, it was backwards, it was but backwards. it went everywhere. He's he's vaping, he's vaping through his N95. Then it stop anything. That's like, hilarious. That didn't, that didn't stop anything. That's hilarious, bro. You're, you're, I think uh, I even. Bro, <laughs> are you getting dizzy now? Like, again, <laughs> no oxygen. Oh my goodness! Here we go. And then, and then, so Anthony Fauci here is the opening day. No one's in the stands. He gets the privilege. He's got all this white Fauci doctor governmental privilege. He gets to sit well, in the stands and watch the but game. When, but when he did the opening pitch, he had his mask on. Uh, yeah, because yeah. that was important. Because no one is out on the mound. Because no one was on the field at all within six feet of him. But now that he's sitting next to a couple of people in the stands, it's all yeah. good. And he, I don't think they're family members. He's guarding his chin, though. Yeah. Because one of the things this doctor's going to tell us is one of the most vulnerable places on your face is your chin. <laughs> oh, is it? I'm pretty sure that's what he said. Go on, let's see. Straight into our eyes. Let's do that again, right? Put glasses on. Oh, oh, you got glasses? Straight Where's your glasses? into our eyes. <laughs> Straight into our eyes. So, we're transferring bacteria and viruses from our mouth. Yeah which can handle the viral load oh. into our eyes, which cannot handle the viral load. Mm. Oh. When we're not wearing a mask and we are breathing normally, we're healthy, we're using our nostrils. Yeah. It's going away. It's all going down to the ground. Right. Evolution is amazing. Put the mask on. <laughs> Figured it out. Your glasses are fucking up. All around you. And well, now... Because the now the, that it's blowing all around you, the medical mask you, will actually. Yeah, you're keeping it up at everybody's eye level, and everybody else is interacting with you and getting your vapor, wow. and you're getting their vapor in everyone's eyes. Because it's wow, going it's going up and out. <laughs> And not down. You can't see this. If, you, if you're listening to this, you got to. I'm sorry. You got to watch the video. He's just vaped, and yeah. it's like everywhere with this fabric. What are you wearing? Are those pantyhose? 
<laughs> what, are, what are you wearing? All right, that's enough. It's a, it's, a, um, it's a mask. It's a so, Marxist burka. So this dude, Man. Doctor, what's his name? I don't. I didn't catch his name. He, he, you know, he's on YouTube, and you know, mm. who knows who this guy is? Yeah. You know, whatever. But actually, there's there's um he there's two at least two medical studies out here corroborating the very point he's making. This is from Technocracy News. Okay. Um, Technocracy dot news. Okay. And um, they have a full a slate, like a bunch of studies. Um, it's all titled "Masks Are Neither Effective Nor Safe: mm-hmm. A Summary of the Science." Which you know, if anybody cares about the science, that anyways, <laughs> and while we're here is because of the science. I don't know. <laughs> two two of the studies here. Here is a quick summary of them. Masks have been assumed to be effective in obstructing forward travel of viral particles, like what didn't happen with Knox. Uh. Considering those positioned next to you or behind a max, mask wearer, there have been. Further transmission of virus-laden fluid particles from masked individuals than from unmasked individuals by means of several leakage jets, <laughs> which is which is what we were seeing. We were seeing leakage several, jets. but were we seeing several though? I mean, the whole thing was a leakage jet. I mean, you are you're a walking I'm leakage a walking jet. Leakage. What? No. Watch. Watch. That's what you call leakage jets. <laughs> Anyway, it could, in, including notice the directional the thing, and that's what this this, this doctor was Don't trying to say. It. it goes. It says including yeah. intense backward, downward jets that present major hazards. I, I repeat myself. Major, major hazards, hazards and yeah. potentially dangerous leakage jet of up to several meters. All masks. That's from one study. Yeah. There's another study. All masks were thought to reduce forward airflow by 90 percent or more over wearing no mask. However, Schleiren, who's the doctor of this next study, uh, it's the, actually the name of this imaging where they they do this sort of uh, ultraviolet or I don't know what heat imaging or something. Right, right, right. Where they're seeing where all the, the vapor, particles and vapors going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Imaging showed that both surgical masks. And cloth masks had further brow jets. That's up here. Those brow jets that you had going. Uh-huh. Brow jets. Huh. Unfiltered upward airflow past the eyebrows. Then not wearing any mask at all. 182 millimeters and 203 millimeters respectively versus none discernible with no mask. Backward unfiltered airflow was found to be strong with all masks compared to not masking at all. All that to say, the dude that was just talking, the, yeah. the video, he's saying when you breathe into a mask... I just put my my hands over my, uh-huh. my face to pretend yeah. that I have a mask on. Okay, I got it, a couple. If you want it, some, it, no. It, you you have these. Uh, what are they called? Leakage jets. Yeah, right. And instead of blowing the air the way that God made us to go down, go down. Yep. And there's more. There's, and to settle. <laughs> it's all over your eyes. And to settle on the ground. Rather go down. Yeah, yeah. It's like dusting and, up a garage. And, and, it and blows his, up. And his yeah. point was actually God designed our mouths hmm. to actually be able to take a a, a fair bit of. Viral load uh-huh. and the enzymes in our mouth immediately go to work breaking it down, and the enzymes in our throat. And so we got two parts, yeah. right? And so the, our nose and our mouth and our throat is made to filter some of the stuff, and then when we blow out the stuff that we got, it goes down and away. Right, right, right. But when you have a mask up, what you're doing is you're actually blowing it right into your eyes, right. yeah. which are very vulnerable, and you're yeah. blowing it to the sides and, and, and up, up, up and out. And you're creating down, this yeah. cloud around your head and around the heads of everyone else around you. But point being, this guy and some other people are saying, it very well may be. Not only are masks spreading bacteria and, and, and stuff by their misuse, okay. not only are they useless... <laughs> Um, but they might actually be spreading the virus even more 
because of how these leakage jets are spray the virus vapor yeah. okay, can, yeah. all around you. So the Cliff Notes version is masks don't work. And they make and it might be that and the they, spikes that we're seeing, where are they? Well, a bunch of them are in places where, where there, are, there are mask mandates. California. Like Right? And, and first of all, a number of the first places that had the mask mandates first saw spikes. Yep. Why? Yep. If you if you have the mask mandates and they work and they help, why right. are you having why spikes? Why is there a spike there? Well, yep. it could be because you all put masks on. Yeah. And you started right. breathing into your own eyes and you started breathing into the eyes of everyone around you. Yeah. You know why this bothers me, though, is because we've been able to now just force people. We've legislated what people can have on their face now. Oh, right? yeah. so, so we've done that. Yeah. But if if... Right now, I just had him on a mask. Yeah. I have a beard. Yeah. So I can already hear the rhetoric. Your beard isn't a good enough seal. Yeah. You got to right. shave your so, beard. So now, guess what the next legislation is? Mm. Yeah. No beards. Clean shaven. So, gold, gold star. And guess what happens after that? Because even our city oh, that, that, That's just like the Uyghurs in China. Right, right. Exactly. <laughs> if you have a beard- Yeah, yep. it's got to go. Uyghurs yep. in China, you- Got to go. But yeah. if they're now going to- Re-education camp for you. So then, I've even watched- Can, our can we be bunk beds- Buddies in, 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 the, re-education in the re-education camp. camps, me and you, Knox. Can we, you know, when they send us off for re-education? Hey, blow down. I get the top bunk though. Okay, <laughs> I'm short. I, I don't mind. But you, so here's so now they've they've legislated what we can have on our face. Hmm. If our faces don't seal properly, they're yep. going to legislate yeah. now what your face looks for, like. For health and safety. And uh-huh. then you know what? Let's just keep going. How about we just have Eugenics. government issued masks that everybody has to wear and get fitted for? Oh man, yeah. Yeah. Where does it stop? Right. Yeah. Where, yeah. It doesn't stop. The only good news in all of this is that Idaho is currently the leader in anti-mask tweets. I love that. I love that. I'm proud of that study. Right. I'm um, proud of that that uh, anti-mask <laughs> Twitter. We're doing our part. We're Keep doing it our up. Part. Keep but, tweeting. Keep parlaying. You know. The, the problem that, that I'm bothered with with this is that it has to go beyond tweets. Because even oh, though even though we have yep. that the number one high, this is people complaining right. and whining. We have to we have to stop it. Yeah. I walked into a store recently, and the, I, I told you guys this before. The yeah. pressure that I felt in in some places, yeah. especially in the South and Missouri, where I was, especially back in the day, being black. Oh yeah. Okay, that's an issue. You walk right. in a place, you can kind of feel that tension there. Mm-hmm. This is nothing like right. <laughs> what I feel now with having to be a person who's walking around like a free man yeah. who doesn't have on a mask. Yeah. I walked I walked through the I mean there's a big sign that's incorrectly says that the mayor has ordered us to have masks on. Okay? Our yeah. mayor has not actually ordered us to have masks on. That's right. That's one of the crazy things in all this people just rolling over and playing dead. Yeah. yeah. And upping the ante and all no, of it. <laughs> what he said was if you can't social distance then have a mask. Have a mask on. Which and is, that's still too far. Which is still too far. Which I wouldn't, I still wouldn't obey that. Yeah. But it did not mandate masks, right. and everybody was like, "No, you have to mandate masks." And, right. and here's the deal: if you're sick, don't put on a mask. Stay home. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> let's, keep, let's keep it simple. Let's just yes. be honest. Don't don't put on a mask. Stay home if you're sick. The other thing is this: um, when I walked through the store, I realized that the pressure that I felt to capitulate to what everybody else wanted wasn't even over the issue of me being a Christian. It wasn't over the issue of me not, preaching against abortion. Right. It wasn't over me the issue of preaching against adultery and homosexuality. Right. It wasn't over just me, you know, and this was over a mask. Right. And I felt the pressure to capitulate just right. over that alone. Right. Right. So what happens now when we get to the real battles? Right. I will say I will say that I'm, I, I've been encouraged. You know, John MacArthur's church just released a statement. I, man. Oh, I know. Uh, was it today? It's actually today. Came uh, out, no, uh, it was I, be, it, yesterday. It was, it was Thursday. I saw it was it yesterday. Thursday. Uh, okay. Thir- yeah, Thursday. Uh, of this past week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Uh, and praise uh, God, uh, yeah, amazing. I'm, I'm super grateful. And uh, but I'm Man, also he got full on Kyperian. He there. did. He's talking about he's, spheres. He's like he's like the government, government, church government, state government. It's a, he's like we're worshiping, we're singing, we are not obeying the governor's orders. Yep. Basically, is what he said. Amen. And I've actually texted that article to some friends who are pastors in California, just saying, "Hey, look, yeah, you know, kind yeah, of encouraging yeah, yeah. them too." Yeah. yeah. And and I, uh, they're encouraged. Like it actually is working. That mm-hmm. even John MacArthur kind of standing up and being courageous and doing yeah. this thing. Yeah. It's it's. Causing other churches to be encouraged, and I, you you see in uh, Kentucky, uh, the governor of Kentucky, he he's the one who beat Matt Bevin. Mm. Okay, by like five thousand votes, on barely. You Kentucky, Shame on Kentucky. Shame on you, Kentucky, for not reelecting Matt. And uh, he's mandated, you know, mass through the state of Kentucky. Well, the lieutenant governor said, "No, you don't have the authority to do that." Good on and him. he's actually challenging the governor. the governor. So you got the lieutenant governor. It's kind of almost like what happened with us yeah. here in Idaho. Yeah, Our yeah. lieutenant governor standing up. The nice thing about Idaho, and maybe this is probably the same for Kentucky. Oh, yeah, it is actually where the lieutenant governor is an elected position right. and not appointed position. Right. But right. isn't this this is the attorney general you're saying though? The attorney general. No, I'm sorry. Yes, attorney general. I'm yeah. sorry, not not lieutenant. Yeah. Although the lieutenant governor in Kentucky is pretty awesome. Yeah. Also, yeah. but the attorney general. But. You know, the, the, you know, Florida, one Florida county has ordered residents to adhere to facial covering requirements in their homes. And why not? Yeah. I mean, why not? Because uh, wh- here's the deal. Whatever happened to what happens Stand in my, my room? Yeah, whatever happens in my room and my house is, is my business. Well, because well, they can tell you to wear a mask. They can tell you to wear a condom. Well, that's true. But the truth is they've been in our rooms a lot longer uh, than they have because they've been telling what you. What do you mean? What, well, they've been telling you how, what size your room needs to be. They've been telling you what, how, how far the studs need to be set apart. Yep, tell yep. you how many windows you got to have. You gotta, it ain't a room if yep. you don't have a closet. The government's been in our rooms for a long time. That's true. And so the fact that they're that's doing this is like, well, and, why and not? Notice, and notice that. That's at the, count, your at the county level. That's for right. your safety. It's you're, not at the federal level. That's count, it's, your own neighbors have been snooping in your basement yeah. for decades, telling yeah. you how, how, to, how build to build your house. house. C.S. Right. Lewis was talking about this a while ago. He's like, yeah. I can't believe people have to go get um, uh, permission from their county to build a shed that you got to chop down a tree right. to build a, a right. woodlock shed in his yeah, backyard yeah. that's attached to his house. He got to get permission from the county to do that. Man. They've been in our business for a very long time. So this yeah. is like a, it, it, you said this in your article, we are so far past the point of no return. Oh yeah. yeah. And, and right. so yeah, it, masks is nothing. Like, th- I mean, it is this like, is why it's so easy to capitulate on masks. Right. right. It, it really is nothing, but that's what we got. That's what, that's, it, that's yeah. what we got. Yeah. And that's all we got left. You know, the Atlanta governor sued the Atlanta mayor. Over the Atlanta mayor's mask mandate, mandate. yeah, um, I, I read about it a little bit earlier, and and, uh, and he and that's apparently going to go to settlement. But the but the you know it, whatever that settlement is. But here's <laughs> the thing: One, not only do churches need to be pushing back, not only that's do individual right. citizens need to be pushing back, but we really do need to be asking our um, officials, our, our civil yeah. magistrates, yeah. our lesser magistrates, right. not to capitulate on these that's things, right. and we need to encourage them. We tell them we're behind you. We yeah. got your back. We will That's support right. you. So wherever you have an attorney general, thank them. That's right. And it's, 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 up to it's the tough. Government. It's tough. We're in a county that our magistrates aren't pushing back. They're oh. actually implementing. I know. And the, right. the, and the last thing is act like a free man. Oh, yeah. yeah. Go and, out there. Be a free yeah. man. Right. You know, do your study, do the work you need to do, be a free right. man, and, and talk to your family about this. Right. Daddy, why don't we wear masks like everybody else? Let me, well, let me yeah. tell you, baby. Right. right. <laughs> Right. And, you know, and, and again, the, the point is we want to do this not as revolutionaries, no. but as reformers. That's right. Yeah, um, that's for, right. Um, we want to do it in the name of Jesus. We want to do it asking God to give us conversations with people. That's um, right. I've had conversations with people yeah. about all this. And, yeah. and it's and it's an opportunity to, to talk about the facts, talk about what's going on, build relationships. Um, not We're not trying to burn the place down. No. 
Um, no, no, we're but, not. We're not French revolutionaries. But but, <laughs> but you, I keep saying, be cheerfully difficult. That's yeah. right. Be, be joyfully uncooperative. That's yeah. right. You know, amen. Uh, um, and and let them know that. Make sure they know that it's not anger burning inside you. Make sure they know it's the joy of the Lord that's amen. inside and, you. And that's something that yep. we need to work out ourselves. That's, that's right. Because right. that's what a free that's man right. is. That's, that's right. right. A free man is laughing deep down inside because yep. Jesus is king. Yeah, I'm not going to do that, but I, thank you. No, no, you know, I mean, you know, like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Jesus rose from the dead. We're yeah. free from death and sin. Yeah. Yeah. We're free from tyranny. The devil got knocked off. Yeah. yeah. Right? right. I mean, that's the spirit in that which we, we say, need to be. nah. <laughs> yeah. Did you see that's what great. he did in his mask? Did you see what knocks there's me no, with this? There's, there's no difference between blowing and regularly <laughs> blowing in a mask. I, I mean, mean, some of it got caught. I mean, some, <laughs> I mean, some be, of it got caught. behind you, though, guys. <laughs> Y'all still breathe whatever vapor I pushed out, just for the yeah, record. I, I smelled it. Coming up next, we have uh, Neil Harmon, CEO of VidAngel. You guys don't want to miss this segment. Oh, yeah. Really great segment. Uh, all to say is just he's acting, not reacting. We'll talk about that more oh. in the third segment. Oh. More cross politic when we come back. Hi, I'm Robert Borton, CEO of Classical Conversations. Our most precious commodity is time. No one has ever lied on their deathbed wishing they had spent more time making money. They all wish they had spent more time creating a legacy. Our modern education system steals that legacy, steals that time from our children. That's why I'm passionate about homeschooling. That's why at Classical Conversations we want to give you more time to create that legacy, follow your passions, and glorify God. Visit classicalconversations.com for more information. We're ready. Ready? We're doing it live. Where's your mask at? I don't. You want me to wear a mask? <laughs> oh, he has one. Oh, stop. No, please don't. This is definitely closer than six feet, I'm pretty the sure. The Marxist burka has arrived. <laughs> hey, welcome back to Cross Politic. I'm the one and only Fight, Laugh, Feast Network. Thank you for joining us. Make sure you like and share the show. We would appreciate it. With us right now on the line, we are pleased to have Mr. Neil Harmon. He is the CEO of VidAngel. It says here, <laughs> how can parents make entertainment good for their homes? I don't know if I've ever had a question in a bio. Um, is he going to have to filter out cross-politic for his kids say, to watch it? Be a very short <laughs> That's right. You can bleep that out. Neil is the CEO and co-founder of VidAngel's streaming service that allows parents to skip objectionable content and entertainment using groundbreaking technology. VidAngel has been highly profiled for its hit show, The Chosen, mm. its original series about Jesus, and the number one crowdfunded media project in history. And it's other wow. incredible family-based content like dry bar comedy. Yeah, I like that. VidAngel recently made headlines by offering all of its streaming content free during the COVID-19 pandemic, provided people agree to social distance, of course. <laughs> 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 Neil, thanks for joining us on CrossPolitik. Hey, it's great to be here. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. So um, yesterday when we were talking about the show, we we got into an, we actually got into an argument, <laughs> yeah. uh, the three of us, because the and, and the and the argument was over sort of your you know I remember when when VidAngel first broke. I don't right. know when it was like five years ago or six years ago, maybe longer. And um, seven, 
Okay, seven. I, was, I mean, I was one of the early adopters just right. on this one. I'm, I rarely am, but on this one, I was like, oh, I'm in. Okay. I, I want to watch shows and movies with my kids and, you know, and just take care of, you know, I don't want to worry about stuff. Signed up, and I remember, like, everything's on there. You know, you can, you can everything that would be on Netflix or, or, or iTunes, I, or, everything mm-hmm. was on there. And then, of course, I start getting notifications. Things kind of got weird and it went offline. And it, I mean, kind of went black for a little while, I think. And then it's like sort of, Tuesday, like Blackout Tuesdays. And then, and then it, you know, I don't know. Oh, okay. And then, it, and then it came back, and and now it's kind of different. You kind of you know, have to sign up with other services and this sort of thing. There's yeah. some original content, but it's not the same. But the argument we had over was who won? Who won? Yeah. Did we know you got in? <laughs> we know you got into a fight. Yep. You got into a fight. You went into courts. Maybe there was some. I don't know. We don't know what happened exactly. And yeah. then the argument was over whether you won or not. So did did VidAngel win? <laughs> well, some people say that uh, any company that is alive after Disney has sued them oh. is winning. <laughs> so you got sued by Disney. Yes, yes. We got sued by Disney on the fourth iteration of our service. Okay. We're now on the sixth iteration of trying to figure out how to pay the studios and give families what they want. So it's been a long road. So what, what was it that they sued you for? Copyright infringement? What was the... Yes, yes. They sued us for copyright infringement, just just like they sued. There was a, a dozen other companies that did something similar to us uh, back in the early 2000s, and they were all sued, and um, and uh, all but one shut down. And, mm. and then we came along and said, why isn't anybody solving this problem for streaming? And... and um, and uh. we found out why. <laughs> <laughs> so why would Disney sue you guys when you're taking their content and making it more palatable for more people? That's a great question. Um, during trial, they learned the numbers. And uh, there was a UCLA professor who, who asked to see our data. Uh-huh. And he's a guy, he's a, he's a, a lawyer and researcher. On, and he normally does stuff for the studios. And he said, hey, if you give me your data, um, it'll be very good for you. Because I'm going to be objective about this. But if, mm-hmm. if, if you guys are not lying. Because, mm-hmm. you know, the, the studios were claiming that all we were doing was trying to get around the system, mm-hmm. trying to uh, sell cheap movies. And that's all that we cared about. Um, but we were saying, no, the people that were, you know, we're spending a ton of money to, to, to get people to use this service and we're making the studios money and these people wouldn't have watched this stuff without the service. Right. And, uh, he says, if you give me your, your data, I'll, I'll study it and I'll find out if you're lying or not. And if, if you're not, then it's going to be good for you. And if, if you are, it's going to be very bad for you. And mm-hmm. we weren't afraid of that. So we gave them like 6 million records. And, uh, you know, anonymously to protect our customers. And then um, uh, he did a study with PhDs for a year and a half. And he came back and said, wow, there is a huge market for this. Hmm. And uh, (laughs) these people really were, except for like 2% of them. He found 2% of them that were only there because they could buy a movie and then sell it back and then effectively watch a movie for cheap. So So help me figure this out. How do you... Maybe you don't want to divulge all your your your, your weapons and, and how you guys were successful, but how do you but really? Please do. Yeah, but yeah, help us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. How do you how do you beat Disney? Like, what was it that? How are you guys still alive? Because when I remember when this went down, I was like, man, doggone, I just signed up for VidAge. I was a late adopter, yeah. unlike Pastor Toby, um, and so I signed up for VidAge. By the time I signed up, it was like nothing was there. 
Oh. You guys yeah. were in it. <laughs> so I was like, well, it was nice knowing you. I appreciate it, doggone. You know? <laughs> and, and I was excited about what you guys were doing. And then all of a sudden, someone comes back and says, man, I watched something from VidAngel. I was like, you, you can do that still? Right. Like, what underground <laughs> website are you going to? What black market are you going to to get this? So how did you guys survive this? Well, um, so someone in the industry says we're kind of like whack-a-mole. <laughs> right. <laughs> that uh, every time Disney tries to whack us, we come back up some other place. No, but I, I you know, all joking aside, um, we got a very unfair trial in California. We were never able to actually go before a jury hmm. on whether or not the service was um, a fair use or whether or not because the, the California juries, uh, the, the California courts and the Ninth Circuit threw out our defense that uh, the Family Movie Act, which says that you can do this, mm. um, uh, they threw out that law, and then they and then they said, nope, nope, nope. If your interpretation of that law is true, then there's a big hole in copyright law, and there's no way they could have Congress could have meant <laughs> to put a hole in copyright law. And and we're like, uh, the reason they put that there was because you guys wouldn't play ball ten years ago, yeah. um, and and that hole was intentional. And they're like, no, 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 it couldn't be intentional because then we can't control you. Um, oh, and so, and, and so, uh, you know, we lost in the, in the Ninth Circuit. We lost in the, in the California courts. And we were taken to trial only on how much the damages should be. Huh. And, and the trial, um, wow. you know, we, we gave it our best. We gave it our best shot on defending ourselves that we had innocently done this because we we had gotten a 28 year Hollywood veteran who represented the Oscars, Disney, Warner Brothers, who became who did our legal opinion yeah. and helped us establish a service that was lawful. And then we uh -huh. wrote all the studios and told them how the service worked, how many people we had tested with, how much money we had made them, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And then we said, hey, we believe that this law allows us to do this and we also know that we're making you money mm. we'd love to buy content from you and we'd love to have feedback from you if you have it if you don't believe that this is lawful wow. or if you have a problem with this and the studios just went dead silent they didn't say anything to us and the, the only one fox uh set up a meeting and they never showed <laughs> and um and you know unbeknownst to us they were spying on us that whole time they were setting up a trap and a year later they sued us in California uh, before we had resources to actually fight for the case to be moved from California to, to, to our own home turf. And so we couldn't afford to do that. We got stuck in California and uh, we yeah. got our we got everything handed to us there. there. Yeah. And then in the in the trial, not only so we had a we had a, a, a Hollywood veteran that a Hollywood reporter said, this is one of the most surprising moves that has happened in hollywood for this guy to come and become VidAngel's general counsel wow. and um um and we went before the jury and the judge made moves where for parts of the case we couldn't even argue we had advice of counsel that we <laughs> that we were operating operate the the judge threw out witnesses we had a witness who we had gone to work with google to get the rights to filter on Google's platform. And this witness was going to testify for us and was ready to in the morning of the, of the, of his witness, 
he he was thrown out by the judge. And then the judge let one of Disney's people testify that Google, <laughs> of course, Google would have done it if they really wanted to. Of course they would have. And, wow. it, you know, all this all this garbage, 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 garbage happened. Anyway, we got a sixty two million dollar verdict. It was found that we were willful infringers, that we willfully chose to break, break the law. And uh, we got what the studio's lawyers called the largest uh, copyright damages award in entertainment history. So we were punished worse worse than the pirates. Wow. So now what we believe now in retrospect, what they were trying to do is they were trying to rig that whole entire trial. Make an example. So that we would be put out of business. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. But what they didn't know is they were dealing with a bunch of people who don't give up and a whole bunch of people who backed <laughs> they were that that were backing us, you know, during after they sued us, uh, people invested ten million dollars to to fight the fight the battle. Wow. And and we were able to survive. And as you guys know, we created the chosen, we created dry bar, we started creating our own content, and now we're doing multiples of the revenue that we were doing back then wow. based on our own. No, wow. hold, on, hold on for one second. I have to, why would somebody give you guys $10 million when you just got a lawsuit from Disney and they beat you for $62 million? Why would someone say, yeah, that's the company I want to invest in? I'm going to back them. I'm going to back them. <laughs> what, what, what? what, what 8,000 8, people wow. invested $10 million in five days to help us fight the battle. Oh, wow. my goodness. What in the world? Well, so, that's incredible. So what did you guys, so uh, you got to walk this out for me. What did you guys do? So you, you, you with Disney, you got $62 million, and you got a little pot of $10 million. <laughs> 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 how, how do you keep how do you keep smacking Disney's hand? What LLC get- went bankrupt? <laughs> through all this <laughs> so so vid angel when we realized because we, we back in 2017 right after the ninth circuit ruled against us we reached out to them and we said hey guys look we lost we lost in california we'll set we you know we'll we'll settle with you uh we'll pay you we'll pay you the statutory damages we'll pay your attorney's fees and um and uh let's just Let's just leave this alone and we'll step away from Disney stuff and not touch it again. Mm. And they refused our offer. And when they did, we knew that um, they wanted to go all the that way. They, the, yeah. they, that they, they didn't have any intention but to destroy our company. Right. So immediately after that, we, we, we knew we needed time and um, uh, and we needed, uh, you know, our, you know, we, we, we needed to. Um, build a new service that we had been working on mm. the one that you guys now tried mm. and uh and to build our own original content so we filed for chapter 11 in utah mm-hmm. which is our own turf and um and that bought us time to rebuild the company to uh to start generating revenues again we went from zero back to now where we're doing you know we 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 what are you doing <laughs> what's that he's like i said i said what are you doing <laughs> what in revenues yeah <laughs> yep don't tell disney oh well so um i because we've have, have a bunch of investors we have to release revenues in a specific way okay. um yep. with the sec okay so i can't i can't tell you exactly what we have right now but i we did do like um Ten figures? <laughs> hey, Gabe. Hey, hey. I'm just Disney I'm just is listening. Let's put it this way. Let's put it this way. 
when the trustee got involved in the bankruptcy mm-hmm. and he saw how fast we were growing, he said, because usually in bankruptcy, you're just trying to figure out how to pay your creditors as little as possible. Right. Yeah. right? Yeah. And then get out of bankruptcy. And I think that's what Disney expected us to do. And they expected to be able to shut us down uh-huh. in bankruptcy. Uh-huh. Well, the trustee looked at what we were doing and he said, you know what, guys, you can just pay this off. <laughs> oh, wow. 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 And, he, and he had third party financial experts review it. And yeah. uh, and so uh, one of my favorite articles of all time um, was right after right after the trustee filed the plan for reorganization where we were just going to pay off the whole bill. The article was. Disney tells, or VidAngel tells Disney, just send us the bill. <laughs> I remember that one. Wow. I remember that one. That is so wow. good. That is so and, good. And, 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 and I'll tell you a, a little insight. So that came from a quote from me, but I'm going to give that quote to your brother, Aaron, because when when I went up to Moscow, oh, wow. uh, um, Idaho, to meet with him, and we were talking about the battle, and he's, and, and we were getting ready to, to, to do a lot of this stuff, and we yeah. were just talking about this, and and he's like, so essentially, you're just telling Disney, just send us the bill. And I'm like, oh, that's the best line ever. So, <laughs> anyway, so I, I used it, and it made it into a headline, which is wow. fantastic. It's funny, so it's funny how many things come back to my brother. <laughs> and he, Dave is so jealous right now. I wanted that line. No, I love my brother. So, no way. So real quick, I, I'm familiar with what VidAngel's doing now, but can you kind of just walk through, like, you've mentioned a few of these things, dry bar, uh, comedy, some of your own content, and then some of the other streaming services that people can hook up like just just sketch for um, our audience what's vidangel doing right now yeah you bet so uh vidangel is a is an app that you can install on your iphone or your android phone or your roku you can also from your phone you can cast it to your smart tv or 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 any device and what you do is you connect your netflix account to your amazon account and, and then you can say for example, if you wanted to watch Jack Ryan with your family, sure. and you felt like that it had a li- it was a little too brutal of a movie for for your kids, but you wanted your kids to watch that show, then you could go in there and you could say, you know what, I don't want to see the graphic violence, and I'm going to go ahead and and skip the nudity, and then um, and maybe I'll cut out the f word, mm-hmm. um, and then boom, and then I start watching it with my, you know you know, with my kids sure. and then they get to experience the story with, uh, the whole family gets to experience it together. So, so does it actually um, skip out the, it just, it just skips over those, uh, you know, so, so if there's, if there's like nudity or, or gra- super graphic scene, all it's kind of like just a almost imperceptible cut where it just skips yeah. over that, right. that scene. You don't even, you don't even notice it. Um, once in a while you'll notice on the words because sometimes, People on screen are so obviously, uh, you know, saying the F word that uh, yeah. that you'll notice it. But most of the time you don't even notice that because it just imperceptibly it mutes the sound and, and you and 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 you don't even notice it. So hmm. it's it's pretty sweet. Yeah. Wow. Um, and you also have this um, enormous sh- uh, this show that's gone like berserk. Um, the would you say it's the original series about Jesus, number one crowd funded media project in history. Tell us about The Chosen. Yeah, you bet. So uh, The Chosen, well, uh, if you don't mind, let, I'll tell you a little story because this, sure. um, this is about uh, VidAngel and this lawsuit. So we went, um, we moved into a building in late 2016, and it's the building where we now film Dry Bar Comedy. 
But we were just moving to that building because we thought it would be cool office space. And we were having a party, the Christmas party. And that night uh, we get the word that the, the California courts are going to shut us down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So immediately we hold a press conference and we say, you know what? If you guys aren't going to play ball with us, then we're just going to compete with you. And um, uh, and we're launching our own studio and we're going to start with uh, stand up comedy and then move from there. So we did drive our comedy, which has become the fastest growing digital stand up comedy brand in the world. It does over a billion views a year. Mm-hmm. And um, a the whole premise there was was essentially let's take what the families are skipping. Let's share that information with the comedians and then tell them you're going to get bonuses you if go. you do an act that families don't skip. Wow. And so the com- and, and then the comedians, they come and they perform at our offices and they do their best <laughs> to provide the families a, a family fa- family act. And then the the audience rates them and the ones that are rated high enough get published on the system. And then and then, uh, you know, this is doing over a billion views a year now so after we had done stand-up <laughs> Neil, we I'm said so, okay i'm laughing so hard because what's hilarious about this is the irony this is exactly what disney said that they were going to be doing <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs> preparing yeah. Co- but, but this is, giving this content is what happens, for the family right? but this is what happens to like a legacy industry right is they get in a protection mode this yeah. is you know think yellow taxi cab think uh, the music industry you know all these industries they hilarious. get in protection mode and then you guys come in and kind of like the the uber for streaming, Taxi, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's hilarious. Anyway, I'm sorry, Neil, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, that's good. It's fine. And what's interesting is that the comedians aren't mad at us. Normally, when you go and you do a top down approach of censorship, you know, Disney that, you know, they told Hamilton, you're only allowed to have two F words in this show or no one F word. You only get one F word. You have to cut two of them, <laughs> okay. and, which is like what? Yeah. <laughs> you know, Disney you cut them all. Throughout <laughs> Hamilton's F words, just cut out the F words. But the, you know, they decided to cut two. Okay. Um, and uh, but you know, the creators they get upset because you know they feel like they're being uh, um, censored. Yeah. Whereas our system, we're just saying, look, this is a marketplace, yeah. and and you get bonuses because you better reach the audience. And so these guys, they they come in, they perform. One of them. He performed the best that he could, and he was from L.A., and, and, and then he saw his, his cut right before it was going to be published, and he's like, oh, no, oh, I took the Lord's name in vain, and I didn't even know I did it. Please cut that out for me before it goes out on the system because oh, wow. he didn't want people skipping, skipping that part of his act. And, 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 you know, comedians are like traditionally they're the hardest creators to, to collaborate with that way because yeah. they don't want to be censored. Yeah. And this is a market. So people aren't <laughs> mad because everybody's making their own decisions. Right. The people at home are making their own decisions. Right. The people who are the comedians are making their own decisions. And then everyone's rights are respected. Well, and what you guys have been able to do is you guys have been able to determine what the audience wants to hear, and then all you're doing. Well, well they're not even determining. Not, no, no, that. I'm just no, no, no. They're not Roughly. even doing that. They're not even well, doing that. Comedians want to get paid more than they want to get censored. Exactly. 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 They want an audience. It's right. It's and, a free and then market. as soon as they know that the audience that they're targeting wants this kind of content, they're happy to oblige yeah. because they get paid more. Man. And and so. But stand-up comedy is one thing, and yes, we we knocked it out of the park with stand-up, but we said, okay, now how can we move this to another level? How can we take on, like, big-budget TV or film? Yeah. And uh, we started on our search for what we were going to do as our first project, and 
and the chosen was our very first dramatic series mm. and uh and and you guys have heard about it, so I guess we're somewhat successful with the chosen. <laughs> now, yeah, because we're big. <laughs> well, it's just because we're friends with Aaron Rex. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Man, I got. That's I, funny. That's I, funny. I got questions. Um, I, go ahead, Neil. What were you going to say? Oh, I was just going to say. And so what we did is we said, okay, we don't have the huge budgets, but if our our philosophy is that uh, you, you you mentioned make entertainment good for your home. It's um, that's kind of a double meaning. You can take popular Hollywood content. You can make it more palatable for your home by skipping over stuff. Right. But also the, the, the audience gets to decide what we make. So what we did with the chosen is we said, well, we had a number of projects and we put we put the chosen out there and said, Hey, who wants this show made? And we had a, a short film from Dallas Jenkins and, and we showed that short film to, to our audience and ask them for investment. And uh, they put in uh, almost $11 million from 19,000 people to make that show. And then we made season one um, on, on that budget and then launched uh, season one, uh, both on VidAngel and within its, within its own app. Yeah. So the way that it was financed was new. The way that the creators, um, you know, they pay attention to what the what the audience needs is new. The fact that it was launched on its own app is new. The fact that it was um, uh, uh, the number one crowdfunded project um, of mm. of all time. It's just it's it's we're just breaking new ground, and we're breaking new ground because we have to. You know, yeah. we're in the middle of this lawsuit, and we're and we're fighting to survive. It's one of the things that we've been talking a lot about on this show. Is I mean, with all the covid crazy and the shutdowns and the economic downturn i mean just i mean there's, there's sort of a certain kind of um adversity hitting everybody in a lot of different uh, platforms on a lot of different fronts and one of the things we've been saying quite a bit is saying all right there's actually opportunity here uh, for for people that will will look for it there's actually there's new markets opening but you're going to have to pivot you're going to have to innovate you're going to have That's to be right. creative and it's one of the things I'm, I, I love about your story, the story of VidAngel. Yeah. You know, one, uh, you know, another thing too is I'm, I'm listening to you talk about this. And the thing that I'm hearing above all is you guys are acting and not reacting. Yeah, that's right. Um, I can't, I think right now yeah. everybody is reacting to what's happening to us in the culture instead of saying, we're going to chart new ground here. Right. Because like you said, we have to. Um, as you're looking at the landscape right now, this is the last question we'll let you go because I talked to you probably for another 15 minutes. I got a bunch of other questions we need to get to. <laughs> but um, what do you see right now that's kind of laying on the table that, that no one's touching? I mean, you probably don't want to tell everybody, but yeah, like like uh, but let's what, be what money uh, can I invest with you right now? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, and thank you for bringing that up. Actually, we uh, just filed an offering with the SEC. Um, and it hasn't been qualified yet, but it should be. Our our, our uh, reorganization hearing is uh, August 26th, where we hope to come out of bankruptcy, um, and uh, and then we're off on you know we're off to the races all on our own, and we don't wow. have Disney we don't have to be under Disney's thumb any longer. Wow. Um, that will be a huge win for us, and we are going to be raising funds for the purpose of expanding this model to a much larger set of creators mm -hmm. and, and also for improving the experience uh, for families. And our vision here is, is that we want to create uh, a, 
a, as direct of a relationship as possible between the creator and their audience. Mm. And, and the audience gets to have their own say within their own home, but the creator gets to speak to them. Mm-hmm. They f- help fund the creator. Mm-hmm. They also help launch the creator's projects. And we think that that vision will keep media closer to what the people need and want to solve their problems. Like in the COVID-19 era or whatever era we're in, the people know better than anyone else. So the best example of this, if you look at the numbers for the regular people who invest in the stock market, they just do it on their own and they don't hire the traders. Mm. Traders aren't doing it for them. The general wisdom of the crowd ends up being smarter and higher performing than the professional traders. Wow. And we believe that this model long-term will outperform the elites at Disney and the elites in Hollywood, that the crowd gets to decide what gets made. They back it. They help support it. And they get to impact culture. We feel so like in these times, we feel so helpless because it feels like our culture is just crashing down around us and we don't understand what's happening. But this is an opportunity, and we do have an opportunity to actually impact how the future is viewed by people um, in the world. And we're working on a whole slew of shows that will come out alongside of our uh, fundraising round. So if you guys are interested in in, in getting involved in the fight to create a new place, a new oasis for for, for creators outside of Hollywood, then, you know, invest in, you know, I, I... I, I shouldn't say invest in VidAngel because I have to do SEC stuff. I sh- look for the qualification when it comes out. <laughs> and if you, with the help of your of your professionals, whatever, uh, I'll have the disclaimers down at the bottom of the screen. Uh, if you decide that you want to <laughs> that you want to get in in this fight and help us uh, and help us in creating excellent content, you can be part of the story. So uh, we we we'd love to to have you do so. Mm. Neil Harmon, CEO of VidAngels, sir, thank you very much for joining us on Cross Politic. Okay. Ready ready for next? Uh, he, he sounds like a post-mill Christian to me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm we're gonna, like, I heard he's Mormon, though. We're going to have to go. Well, we, that's what we're going to talk about now. We're going to get yeah, these guys converted. We're going to More Cross Politic when we come back. <laughs> hey, man, when you come back up to Moscow, we ain't letting you back out until you turn Christian. <laughs> At Logos Online School, we believe learning should be accessible. Homeschooling shouldn't stop you from staying connected. Enjoy classmates from across the United States and the whole world, coming at you four days a week and 32 weeks a year. We believe learning should be engaging, a group of like-minded students who love God and their classmates. Learning should also be customized, with more than 50 different classes offered throughout the day. Take one class or join us full-time. We believe learning should be inspired. Our knowledgeable instructors enthusiastically engage the students. The goal? Hearts that love learning. Lastly, learning should be affordable. Committed to making Christian education reasonable for all families. From $620 per class for an entire year to $2,232 per year for full-time students. 
the best option on the market. Join us at Logos Online School. How's it good? That's a depressed thing. You, you just bummed out after after that interview? Yeah, I'm that know. interview got me excited though. Should, you guys want me to put that mask back on to protect you a little bit? No, oh, no. Are you sure? It's, 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 it's too late now. Either way, it's embarrassing. Are you sure? Right now. Uh, yeah, your your jets. They infected me <laughs> and my eyes. Also, this segment is brought to you by. Bold habanero almonds. Mm. Oh, they're good. Uh, what is this stuff? Jameson. Jameson oh. triple distilled Irish yes. whiskey. Well, praise yes, the Lord. Is here, here. If you, if you want to find a new combination of things, this is from our, our friend, the water boy. He bring, he bring it into us today. I'm a mixologist. Because uh, he, he is sharing the goodness of God's world with us. Mm. And this segment is brought to you by, Thank you, brother. by that goodness of God. Mm. Habanero almonds and Jameson whiskey mm-hmm. um also Good. i wanted to let you all know that we're gonna try something crazy new we've actually been working on this for a while yeah um i'm gonna teach a class yeah online that mm. you can sign up for fight laugh a live feast. a live class fight, a live laugh, feast class. university fight laugh feast university <laughs> um, he's been wanting this for a long time yeah <laughs> i've been like, holding we on started the show. he's like let's start a university yeah. Yeah. Let's, we're let's like no, a few episodes no, first no yeah right <laughs> It's accredited by cross politics. <laughs> it's accredited by almonds, Hamadur almonds, and Jameson, Jameson. whiskey. Okay? Where all good ideas if, come from. If, if that Baptist. accreditation works for you, then you will love this. Baptist need apply. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm going to teach 12 classes starting September 9th. Uh-huh. It's going to last for seven weeks. It's right after Labor Day, so we're skipping that Monday. It's going to meet on Mondays and Wednesday mm-hmm. evenings. Yep. Um, I think we said 5 p.m. Pacific time. So do the math for Eastern. 8, 8 p.m. Eastern, Eastern. time. Yep. Uh-huh. Um, so it's uh, 12 classes, seven weeks. Of course, we will take the Wednesday off right before the Fight Laugh East conference because yep. you're going to, I mean, you're going to be gonna at be the conference. conference. Yep. But there'll be 12 classes, seven weeks. Um, six of those classes will be lecture, Bible study style with time for Q&A and discussion, covering what the Bible says about work, yep. industry, creativity, calling, laziness. Sabbath rest, wealth, greed, ambition. Did I tell you what the class is called? Yeah, I was, I was no, going to ask you. What's the name of the class? Theology of work. Ooh. Theology of work, mm-hmm. um, vocation, creativity, and soul craft. Soul craft. Okay, soul explain craft. that I last that. one. Soul craft. It's, it's like how to be a person. <laughs> which, oh, which is your Grace Agenda talk. Which if you want to find out how to be a person, you come to Grace Agenda here in <laughs> Moscow. Yes. August 13 and 14. 14, 15. 14 and 15. But you probably want to get here on the 13th. And um, you want to hang out with us on Saturday night at yep. Darren Don's Barn. Yeah. Yeah, yeah where there will not be masks. Where there will probably be more Jameson whiskey. <laughs> Bourbon and, and a few other things. And habanero almonds. Um, wow. But anyways, um, those six classes will be lecture, Bible study style with Q&A and discussion. Three classes will be book discussions. I'm going to be, um, we'll, we'll talk about Plowing and Hope by David Hegeman, Man of the House by C.R. Wiley, oh, who's also yeah. on the Theology Podcast and the Fight Life Feast Network, which you can get on our app if you downloaded your favorite app store. Also, Productivity yeah. oh, by, Doug's, Doug's book. by Pastor it's Doug a fantastic Wilson. Book. Also, three classes will be workshop style interview discussions with successful Christians in different industries, talking about their work yep. and creativity, innovation, <laughs> econ- <laughs> economics, computer programming, auto repair, missionary translation work. We'll just do a little, little bit of everything. Oh, Ooh, wow. That's so cool. Um, Fantastic. So anyways. So it's my, my, my job is to talk about the business side of things around here. Yep. The class is uh, $199, dollars per household, yep. not per person. It's covenantal. Per, per household. Because Co- so, we believe in baptizing the babies. Your wife, yeah, that's right. Your wife, your kids, everyone, can. we're going to do it Zoom style. So can they invite their neighbors? 
Um, it's per house. It's per house. Did if they baptize can, their neighbors? But squeeze but them please, in your house. But please, don't like like support the program, support the show, <laughs> buy the class. What about the household of faith? Yeah. So so and no no streaming, no getting Zoom on, and then getting your phone on so your buddy can also see it too. All right, come on, just like like buy the class. Don't all take right? the URL and put it right over YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> so real quick, why does somebody need this class? Um, what I want to do is I want to take. Theology, I want to apply it to your, your calling, your life. I'm yeah. thinking about hard work every day. You get up in the morning, and I want, I want people energized thinking, I'm serving King Jesus yeah. today. Ooh. I want to serve him with every, ener- every bit of energy I have today. I want to love my kids. I want to love my wife. I want to love my husband. I want to serve my boss, my coworkers, yeah. my community, my neighborhood for Christ and um, and I think these books, these texts, these discussions will inspire you to think that way and think, I, I want to work for Jesus. I am a servant of Christ. Yeah. And what I'm doing today matters in eternity. Yeah. Amen. And right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right now. All right, back to business real quick. It's one ninety nine per household. <laughs> and basically, it comes down to about $15 per, per class Any, and everything. Anyways. I will have links and all the infrastructure set up. We don't have links available yet to sign up, in, but That's I'll have them out Gabe. this coming week. Yes. <laughs> this, this week. I got to do my job. <laughs> hey, this week, there will be sign-ups. It will be yeah, going out. That's right. Look for it. We'd love to have you sign up. We're capping it at like, what, 20, 25, something? Uh, yeah, remember. only 20 households. Okay. Kevin, no. So sign up fast, limited time only. Yep. Um, twelve classes, uh, September 9th through the October twenty first. Yep. Because I, I I I stumbled on actually um it was uh Daniel Spratt. Oh yeah. When we were out in D hey. Spratt, our boy D Spratt. He's D been, Spratt. He's been down with us since in, day one. Is he like, from yeah. Kansas? He's yes, in, he is. Yeah, he's in Kansas. Yep. And uh, he told me when we were in Georgia, he was down there. Man, what a help he was with was the, the G three oh, conference. He was, he was just brother. Was he, he, he basically paid for our intern too on he, that trip. He <laughs> man, what a blessing! So grateful for him. But he also yeah. put me onto these lectures that I didn't even know about from Canon Press. Oh. and it was all the Grace Agenda talks from you well, know. From it back originally, it's called the History Conference. Was yeah. it called the History it Conference? Was like the, we weren't very good at marketing back in the yeah, day. Yeah. Yeah. It was <laughs> it's the History Conference. Yeah. It was yeah, but that's yeah. yeah it was the yeah. precursor to the Grace Agenda. So we started talking. He started dropping down. On a brother, and I was like, "Hold on, man, where are you getting this from?" Yeah. He was like, "Oh, I thought you knew about these." Right. And I was like, "No." Nah. So last night, I, I, says, I, there's this place called Moscow, Idaho, and you're like, <laughs> like "What? Really?" <laughs> but what's crazy is that Cannon Press is like right across the street, right. I know. so it really hurts when somebody tells you something that you don't know. <laughs> In your backyard, <laughs> like someone from Kansas. Hold on, fam. Yeah. So, yeah. so, but there's these bu- there's a bunch of talks, and a lot of them history talks, and this is one from the revolution that never uh, that never were the revolutions that never were. Yeah. What year was this? This is 1996. Wow. Um, Doug be prophesying. So, so this is from Doug Wilson. So we got it. We were doing our, our study our, for our show. Study for our show. Like yeah. We actually pray. We do it. <laughs> <laughs> Look at how funny that is. Yeah. But when I got done, I walked away and I was feeling some type of way. I was kind of emotional. I was like, man, we are in a mess right now. Uh-huh. And, and so I was listening to Doug and going through this conference and I found a clip and I was like, you know what? We have to play this on the show because with everything that's going on right now, and knowing that Doug was talking about this in 96, mm. I was like, okay, well, I'm playing catch up. I would have to take this in place for everybody. So okay, go ahead and play the clip real quick. So, so this is an audio clip. We don't, we don't have it's a not video. A video clip. Because no, it's from 96. 96. Nobody was doing <laughs> no video. Had this is Doug Wilson. Man, this, is what, this is what happens. Uh, the French Revolution deteriorated into anarchy and produced Napoleon, produced the mm. autocrat. This is the pattern over and over. It happened in the Roman Republic. Uh, things deteriorated, declined, and then uh, Julius assumed the role of dictator, and then after him, Augustus, as the, the Caesar. This is, this is a normal pattern. Human societies do it all the time. Ours is, is in the midst of doing it, and we don't identify it. The men <laughs> a century ago did 
did identify it. They saw it coming. But we are very near the place where things are going to be so um, un, um, undisciplined and near. so chaotic and so anarchistic, particularly in the big cities where crime and, and all these problems are screaming out for a heavy-handed solution, going back to the offer that was made to Washington. Everything's chaos. Just take over. Mm. Well, what would happen? What will the Christian church do when someone takes over? And I'm not predicting from what source it will happen. Whether, whether it will be a strong man from the military or whether it will be someone just stepping in to keep some kind of order. COVID-19. What will the churches do? The churches have no theology of this sort of thing to enable them to decide what to do. So what they'll do is they say, they'll say something like this. Pastors all across the country will say, there's, there's something in Romans 13 about this. Mm. Um, something about the governments and the authorities. And they'll go back and look it up and they'll glance over it superficially. And then they'll say, well, we should just acquiesce in this. That's what we should do. And it's going to be a superficial response. But uh, our fathers didn't think that way. And Doug was giving and that's our how- country a little too much credit. He's like, someone's going to come. Some leader, some someone's going to come and mess up America, and it's actually just the virus. Well, you know, this is... And this <laughs> no, 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 no. You're just talking about chaos. You're just talking about yeah. chaos. You're just yeah. talking about chaos happening. Yep. <clears throat> and, and, and you have this, particularly in the big cities. Yep. I mean, Portland, Seattle, Chicago... Atlanta. Atlanta? Yeah. And we, we have to make the connection that when, when there's crime in your neighborhood, when let's say someone goes and steals a candy bar, a car, whatever it is, that's, that's a bigger, there's a bigger problem going on there. It's not isolated just to that theft situation. And when we have all this criminality going on in our cities well, it, and we see it kind of multiply, it, right. it gets a little easier to be like, okay, there's some problems here. Right. But so, we, we don't, we don't make the connection between like crime and what that means to our spiritual condition. In our in our in our city in our, so in our society. This talk is called the foresight of the fathers. Yeah, and so I, I recommend going to Canon Press and getting everything they have on this history conference. This is back in '96, yeah. guys. Yeah, you, just search history conference. History conference. I mean, Ice Cube was just dropping bombs. You back know, then, maybe you what know? we need to do is connect with Canon and figure out how we can get it a package put together yeah. and say the cross politics. But, but notice what he yeah. notice what, this war. Yeah. Notice what he points out though. The yeah. order of things. That's what right. You have is you have disintegrating society. Yeah. It descends into chaos. And then what happens over and over again in history is that then you have totalitarianism, tyranny, give a dictator, us a king. Give us a king. Give us someone who will restore order. And so, and then, and then the secondary point. So that's the first thing. Yeah, that's the pattern. Yeah. And then, and then we could probably add to this eventually something that falls apart. Sure, totalitarianism sure. doesn't. A moment in time. Yeah. I mean, Napoleon didn't last. The Roman Empire didn't last. Right, eventually, right. you know, it falls into the Dark Ages. It falls into you know whatever. But you have that order. And then the second thing he points out, though, is is that the church is not prepared for it. There's no they don't theology. have a they don't have a theology for it. They don't know their Bibles well enough to handle this. That's right. And what do they do? They can, he, yeah. he says they make a superficial appeal to Romans 13 mm-hmm. and say it says something in there about submission to magistrates. Yeah. Right. And they capitulate. Yep. They go with it. And so um, you mentioned COVID-19 in the middle of it, which has been part of it, but we've been hit with a one-two punch. Yeah. We, yeah. we have the COVID thing and the mask thing on the one hand, yeah. and then when you're not paying attention, you have Black Lives Matter and Tifa hit you on the other uh, side. Hit you on the other one, and then when you let one lets up, the other picks up again. And by uh-huh. the way, these are, these are minority groups for the most part, right? This is not the majority leading. So the majority says, fix it. Yeah. Like right. you say with Washington, not, right? Not, not Real minorities, right, 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 right. My, <laughs> no? yeah, minority is the mass of yeah, the people, right, exactly. Right. In terms of numbers, yes. In terms, yeah, in terms right. of number, right. And, and so, just like the minority LGBT community, they're wagging just, the dog. Has just staged a coup. That's right. I mean, the fact that you had 
you know, men dressed up in dresses doing um, story hours in libraries across the country, and nobody had the guts to stand up and say, what in the world are you doing? That's because we didn't have the guts to say up, stand up about a government library. It's because... Yeah, you know, sure. yeah. <laughs> so therefore, what do you, what do you now, mean by that? What yeah. do you mean? We don't have the guts to stand up against the government library. It's not the government's job to do libraries. <laughs> yeah, it's we not have the, the government's guts. job yep. to do the libraries. Wait, so, so therefore, now we just got now we're and this is why French has so much equity because we, now we've been playing this whole neutral game for so long. He's like, wait, why are Christians all of a sudden flipping this? Like they have the standard. Yeah, and and it's like, well, we, he's yeah. wrong. He, no, but he's, he's right. But he's right. Yeah. Because wrong, but he's right. Because yeah. we've set so much precedent for this that now we have to capitulate. We flushed the biblical standard. Down the toilet, a century or more ago. Yeah, and and he and, so this, and so and now he's like, oh, you want it back? And and look what's happening though. Right now, inside of Portland, yeah. federal troops right. are on the ground arresting people. Right, and and it's I mean it's messed up all over. I mean, it's, I mean like listen, like you've got you've got so I mean the media is calling it you know peaceful protests, the wall of moms. Yeah, yeah. and meanwhile you got video. Footage of it, and you got guys throwing firebombs at yeah. federal buildings. At federal buildings, and you know, I mean, it's, it's all which, kinds of- which the federal government legally has the right to defend, right. In Portland, I, I wonder, and and arrest. I wonder if the mayor of Portland or the governor of Oregon would say that there were good people on both sides. Boohoo! That's not fair. That's Wow. But but seriously, at the same time, yeah. you, you have Trump sending in these federal troops, right? And you got a bunch of conservatives just going along with it. Yeah, we yeah. would have never. Yeah. We would have never. If if I Bush would have did this, or Clinton would have did this, or Obama would have. If Obama would have did this, oh man, we would have had an absolute. Fear. Well, I don't know about that. But, because the federal government's been doing stuff like that for decades, for but, a long time, for but, centuries. But again, you know, back to Woodrow I mean, Wilson was doing that. That's Knox's point, yeah. and that's the problem. That's, yeah, that's yeah, the right, problem. Right, now, right. I don't have any problem with federal troops protecting federal property. Yeah, I mean that's that's which is what Trump is under but, under. That's his order is under that condition. But uh, the reports are that they're. Um, Going after people because they're picking because people the, up. They're and, detaining and, and, well, people because the law, the federal law, says you can protect your property and the surrounding areas if you're being th- if federal <laughs> property is being threatened. Like, just, so just, real like, loose. just like real our loose. mayor says, he can have you know within four miles of the city. There's make no people put on yeah. face. There's yeah. no breaks. It's, and and yeah. you know what? This is the thing. They label Antifa a terrorist organization, right? right. And which it's. Kind of acting like. Right, exactly. Kind of. So, but, but what is that though? The breakdown of society. Right. And so now what they get, do they label Antifa terrorist organization? And so guess what? That gives them permission now for the federal government to act in a particular way. So, so next year or in four years, whenever we have it, and you've got a, a, a hard lefty president. Yeah. And you've got. Christians. Pro life Christians in front of a Planned Parenthood doing the wall of moms. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, it, it won't be like that. It'll be like what happened to Rodney Howard Brown. Yeah. He just won't capitulate. Yeah. It'll, it'll be the guy who preaches sure. on his church sure. on Sunday morning that homosexuality is a sin. Right. And he's not going to marry any homosexual in his sure. church. And that's oh. dangerous. And that. Because there's a high suicide rate of homosexuals. Yep. And if you and tell they them that, that message, they're wrong, they'll or, kill themselves. Or trannies, they're going to kill it's, it's themselves. A health, health crisis, and you're a health crisis. Health crisis. So, it, so it, when that happens, we're setting. We've been setting president right. for this. We right. we were just talking about this. It's so hard for the uh, anybody in any state yeah. to sue against their their uh, their their leaders, right. whether state um, or yeah. national. You can't sue because there's so much precedent set up yeah. right. for health crisis. Yeah, that's the thing is, and you do the studies, and some people have pointed out that constitutionally, in terms of the court rulings, um, there has not been a lot of support for people pushing back against health orders. Yeah, right. right. And and this goes back to 1900, early and, 1900s. And, and they're right. Yeah, but that doesn't mean it's right. Right. 
it's bad. It's, it's, just bad, because there's bad precedent. Bad precedent. Yeah, yeah, right, I mean, guess exactly. what? Adam sinned. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, going all the way back to the yeah. garden. People yeah. have been doing bad stuff, wrong stuff, and and it's still wrong. And it's still wrong. <laughs> it's still yeah. absolutely wrong. And when you use that, you weaponize that to take away people's inalienable rights, God-given rights. Yeah. To worship God, to be free, to be treated, to not have their persons harassed yeah. by the government when they're healthy and they're not doing anything illegal. There's, that's right. That's still wrong. And so and now, so now what you have is. Complete chaos. Yeah. Look at all the major states. All, complete chaos. Yeah. And what is it that we're crying for right now? Order. Order. Give us a king. We need somebody to come in because the locals, They. I remember hearing it. I remember hearing it. Trump's like, if you don't take care yeah. of your states, then I will send the National Guard in right. and, and, and I will take care of it for apparently you. Apparently, the, the crazy mayor of Chicago says he can. Right. She just gave him permission, apparently, this morning. Which is scary. Uh, and, and uh, so, you know, so others, you know. Now, it's one thing. If well, you, if you defund your police, of course you can't. Yeah, right. <laughs> What are you thinking? Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, prob- it's probably just for the weekend so she can get her hair cut. Oh. Which really oh, doesn't really help needs. <laughs> So, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of thinking, listening to you guys uh, talk a little bit on this. You know, um, drill this down to, like, the family or, like, to, to the person who wants to see things change, to the person who wants to have influence. Okay. Let's get right. there. But first of okay. all, we need to go back to what Pastor Doug said. Yeah. Which is that we don't have a theology. Which is because right. we yeah. don't have yeah. our Bibles open. That's right. We're not studying the Bible with our eyes open. We, we need to go back to the Bible. We need to read the Bible. We need to ask God, open our eyes. Right? How do we get here? Yeah. We got here with Bibles on everybody's shelf. People doing Bible reading plans and Bible, you know, Bibles for boys and Bibles for girls and yeah. Bibles for hunters and all the yeah. rest of it. And apparently, somehow, none of those words got in our head. Right. Yeah. That's right. Or our heart. Or our yeah. hearts. Exactly. And we don't, we don't have it. And so um, we need to we need to first of all repent and ask God give us That's eyes to see thing. we are blind. I mean you can't have this many Bibles in the country, this many professing Christians in the country getting our heinies handed to us. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. What does that mean? It means we are blind. Right. We are and, idiots. And, and we are what? blind leading the blind. Yeah. That's what we are. And yeah. it's this history. That's is what it? the church is. You're yeah. saying yeah, yeah. the church and church. The church. Is and, and but we have light right in front of us. The word of God is yep. light. Yep. And somehow we don't have that light. But and, we have so many churches all over the yeah, place. Yeah. Well, and, and, and here's a, here's a sad thing. And this is what really bothers me. What they're doing is they're vaping with bass on. <laughs> you better preach that, preacher. That's what all the churches you are doing. Say that. I mean, you seen those smoke machines? Yeah. Vaping with masks on that don't work. And that's but all, that's, that is a perfect metaphor for the modern church. Work wow. with me on this right. real quick. Yeah. This is what bothers right. me. I, we just got done having a conversation with VidAngel. VidAngel, those are yeah. Mormon guys. Right. Yep. And I'm watching guys who are not Christians. Do a better job fighting liberalism and secularism <laughs> than evangelicals. And it bothers me. Yeah. Look, guys, I'm, I'm sorry, but what happened with Rodney Howard Brown in no, Florida? No offense, Neil. We love you. But. <laughs> no, I mean, but, <laughs> hey, but, but I'll get there in a second. Yeah. What happened with Rodney Howard Brown yeah. in Florida? It's to our shame. He, it's, it's shame it's on. to our shame. He, a snake handler has more courage than a, but someone who knows the Bible in Florida, Ugh. right? Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, I, I, mean, I can yeah. almost cry. It bothers me. Right. We yeah. have a, a snake handler who guys rolling around the floor, speaking in tongues, yeah. falling out in the spirit, and said to have him go yeah. spit. You this know. is and this is how God does it over and over again. I mean, God, He God, got it. God gets donkeys to rebuke prophets. That's right. That's right. Exactly you get more right. wisdom out of uh-huh. a jackass yep. than you do out of a seminary professor. Yep. Oh. You get more wisdom out of Rodney Howard Brown That's right. than you do from somebody who went to Reformed Theological Seminary. Out right. of a prostitute at a well. Exactly. Or the dog. And, Even the dogs can have the crumbs that fall from the master's table. And, and, and God does this. God does this to shame us. Right. That's right. God does this to display his glory and his power, which means it, because he does it over and over again. He says, Gideon, you got too many uh-huh. people. That's right. It'll look like you did it. Yeah. Yep. 
right? Let, let's see. Who can I deliver my people from Egypt? Let, let's get an old man with a stutter and a stick. <laughs> Not the great speaker. No, it's, it's, it's a stutterer. You got a stutter. You can't talk. Perfect. And you got a stick. Great. Yeah. And, and you got a bad track record with the with the people, and they know who you are, and they they change yep. your diapers. Perfect. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And. That's, a murderer. Too. That's what we need, right? That's what we need. That- and, and 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 the thing that really like, okay, so you, you got that Rodney Howard Brown, that whole situation there, and then, but Doug was saying with that Christians who don't know their Bibles, all of a sudden they're like, okay, we could they go to Romans thirteen, to Romans thirteen, and yeah. then and then, but that's the same thing. If we knew our Bibles, we would look back and say, okay, right. Philistines and David, right? Well, that's what we do is yeah, we, we do we do origami with our Bibles, yeah. Yeah, right, right. Well, we're, we're like, so Romans blind 13. we can't even see the jackass. Right. Well, we, yeah, <laughs> we, like we can't so, see the jackass. So there. Israel, but, Israel isn't. But turns out, yeah, turns out Romans thirteen comes after First and Second Kings and First and Second, <laughs> second Samuel's. Samuel. <laughs> right, right. Right. So yeah. Paul's assuming you got all that, but it's a great example. I mean, da- David in the exactly. Philistines. So David's on the run from Saul, yeah. right? Uh-huh. And he takes up residence with the Philistines. Yeah. With, he, 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 with God's enemies. With God's enemies. Yeah. He's like, all right, I'm gonna I'm hang with you guys for a while. Um, he's he's really clever. I mean, by the way, if you don't know the story of the Philistines, you know David killed Goliath, who was a Philistine. Right, right. right. So, yeah. so they well, he knew that. They, he knew that. They, they he's, best friends. Exactly. <laughs> it's, it's, but but apparently, you know, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Right. Yeah, yeah, thing. right. And so um, on both both ways. Yeah. Yep. And so David's there. He's doing raids while yeah. he's there. Yeah. Um. And and he's doing it kind of. You know, some secret. He, he's being sly. He's, he's being, being sly. Slick. He's yeah. being slick. Yeah. I mean, he's raiding some of the Philistines. And he's also raiding some of the Philistine enemies. Right, right. And he's doing enough damage to the Philistine enemies to keep the Philistines happy with him. Yeah. Right. But they're also kind of wondering, like, why their flocks keep disappearing or why that, you know, what happened over there? And David's like, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> and, but guys, this, you got to fit Romans 13 into this context. Remember, David is the one who won't strike the Lord's anointed. Yep. And then at the end of that story, what happens? The Philistines are going to war with Saul and Jonathan and the, and the, and the nation yeah. of Israel. Yeah. Yep. And David says, suits up, gets his armor, shows up and for all, battle. All his with, army. With the Philistines. Yep. Uh-huh. Ready to go fight them. And then the Philistine king's like, nah, sorry, you can't have this one out. Set this one out. My, this one out. My, yeah. my chieftains, they won't, they won't, they won't go for it. They're, they're afraid that in the middle of the battle, you're gonna, you're gonna attack Lincoln. Turn on, 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 on them. Yeah, yeah. And David's like, what do you mean? I've been with you all this time. Yep. I've been faithful. I've, I've served you. I protected you. Why are you gonna dishonor me like this? And he insists on it. He insists on it. He insists, and David says, fine. Okay. And he, and he backs out. Yeah. And of course, that's the end. Saul and, da- and Jonathan are killed yep. in the battle. Yep. And then that's the beginning of David's accession to the throne. Yeah. But yeah, fit Romans 13 into that, guys. Right. Yeah. Um, right. You know, so. And, well, it's in and, the New Testament. And one, and one of the things that I'm. <laughs> out of all of this, everything that's happening right now, the thing that bothers me the most and it sends me to my knees, which I'm thankful for, <laughs> is that I'm seeing Christians react. Mm. Instead of act. Right. Yeah. I'm seeing and listening to um, Neil from from VidAngel. I'm like, they're acting. Yeah. yeah. They are in battle. Yeah. They have the, 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 the enemy on them. The right. enemy is taking them out. A bigger enemy. They have Goliath all on well, them. And they're taking a punch. And they're and taking they're the punches. And they're punching back. And, yeah. and here's the thing. They're still trying to be honorable. Yeah. Now, oh, yeah. They're not being nasty. Yeah. They're trying to be honorable. They're but, trying to. But every lawful weapon. And then he, they yeah. just decide to fight back. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, yeah. okay, so then let's just talk about this for a second. What is the acting? Because I'm tired of reacting. Yeah, yeah. I'm tired of reacting to mask. I'm tired yeah. of reacting yeah. to. Well, yeah. and, well it, I mean, that's right. That's a good just, question. I mean, the, the David and, and Philistines thing, just for a second. I mean, remember in the cave, David cuts off the corner of Saul's um, robe. robe. Yeah. His conscience smites him. He runs out and apologizes and said, "My king, yeah, I did this. He's still honoring authority. I could have killed you. That would have been wrong." 
I will not strike the Lord's anointed. You know, he rebukes people um, who, who claim to even or kill the guy who to, puts them to death, who yep. killed him. And so like all through David's life, we know David respected authority. Yeah. Okay. That's right. And at the end though, he says he suits up to go to battle against the king. Yeah. yeah. Now, I suspect he probably knew that the Philistines wouldn't let him. <laughs> right. But I also think he was thinking biblically, which is that if we go to war, this is an honorable way to fight. Yeah. Right. It, it's, it would not be um, a vigilante justice like in a cave in right. the dark. Right. right. Um, knocking good. off. That's good. If you have, you know, a declared war. Right. If you, you're on yeah. the battlefield. That's that's just yeah, it's, it's a just, just moment. Just, right. you, you suited up. You came out to the war. Well, yeah. guess what? You're going to fight. Yeah. Yeah. And if I kill you, then that's an honorable way to die and an honorable way to take life yeah. Yeah. at that point. So I, I think David was thinking in biblical terms there, making those careful distinctions. It's different for me to be a private person yeah. than it is for me to be a public person mm-hmm. or for me to be in this event, this public event. And so that's why uh, Johnny Max, Pastor MacArthur's yeah. um, statement is so solid. Yep. Um, establishing the authority of the family and, and jurisdictions, yep. the authority of the church and yep. jurisdictions, and the authority of the state. And, and to your question, Knox, is I think the way you act is going to be somewhat informed and defined by which role you're playing at the given moment. Okay, yeah. so, so that's good. So, so help me with this because I see that and, and I'm, I feel like I'm in uh, the Lord of the Rings and we're about to do battle and then the elves show up. Yeah. That's how I feel about John MacArthur's statement. Like, yeah. When it came out, I feel like... <laughs> he, he, he's an elf. Y'all should have yeah. yeah, showed up to the battle he's earlier, little, but I'm happy. Earlier, but yeah. He's, he's exactly. Elron. He's yeah, Elron. Yeah, I'm yeah. happy for that. Like, yeah. I, and praise God, like, there's, yeah. no, there's no love lost no. at all. No. Like, I'm Amen. happy you're here. Amen. But it's still reacting. You know, and and it's yeah. a little late, and and I'm like, well, we, and, and so here's, here's I'm thing. not calling for them to, you know. Here's the thing: I, I still want to be the ones who's not reacting. I want right. to be acting. But I think here's the thing: I think act. I think there is a is a there is something of a reaction in there. I also want to just say, you know, I think we're still in a relatively short amount of time. I mean, sure. Oh, absolutely. I mean, absolutely. I mean absolutely. it started in March. Yeah. Okay. Here we absolutely. are, almost in July. March is like March, April, May, June, yep. July. That's five months. Yeah. Okay. In the in the in the clip of history, this has nothing. But okay. Right. I mean, let me hold on. Wait, so, wait, wait. So, I got to push back here. But everybody saw it. If we have the yeah. charismatic snake handler. Yeah. If we have Kerry Gordon. Yeah. Yeah. He never shut down. No, no but, but apologies. They never. But we've been murdering babies for fifty years. And, and there's been people who's been on that line too. Yeah. Who haven't capitulated. I know. But I'm just saying. I, I'm gonna. I, I'm just. I don't care. It's still a reaction. Well, there's something for us that needs uh, to be. We need. Why but, wasn't? Why wasn't the here's ones? My point. Here's my point. Yeah, yeah. Here's my point. The 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 central action that Christians need to make is the worship of God on the Lord's day. Absolutely. Okay? And here's the thing. Fundamentally, Christian worship is not a reaction. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Fun, fundamentally, it is the action. Now, it is a it is a, it is a reaction to God's sovereign grace. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But here, but but but, but, but Carrie Gordon Church never stopped. But they went outside. They, they they reacted the whole time. They went outside. They, they were acting the whole time. They went outside. Yeah, but they were still reacting the whole time. They reacted. They, when when the MacArthur Church ju- they just built a tent. Yeah, just yeah. last last week, yeah. two weeks ago. Yeah, but I'm just saying. I'm just saying everybody reacted. Why is it that the extent. charismatic dude is the one getting arrested? He put filters in his church. Yeah, he reacted. That's not reacting. <laughs> put filters in his church, and everybody still was like, "Nah, I, you know, I, we're glad for it." I'm, I'm, I don't think that's reacting. I, I think uh, I think, I think that was being wise, yeah. and he didn't stop service. But I think they, I think Johnny Mac would say the same thing about his services. He was being wise. He was being careful. He was giving With nobody the, at the church he was, singing. He was giving me the benefit of the doubt. He was saying, "All right, it's it's really bad disease. Let's see it." They were about to go back to service. Mm-hmm. 
Yep. That's government like comes in with the order. That's like a month ago. Yeah, yeah. I know. So I, I'm, I'm not. Listen. Anyways, here, here's my point. Here's yeah. my point. I'm I'm totally not holding that against them. Yeah. That's not what I'm trying. My point is. My point is. Where's the acting and not reacting in us? And how do yeah. we start doing that? Well, here, but back to my point. The first one is you worship God on the Lord's Day. Yeah. Okay. That is the fundamental action that the Amen. church does. Yep. Amen. We sing to God. Yep. We sing to him with, with all our might. Yeah. We hear the word declared from the word. We hear it declared with authority. We hear it, yeah. it declared Amen. unfiltered. You sing. Ungarbled. <laughs> and then we sit with down no face and, and we sit down at his table and we feast with Amen. bread and wine. Amen. Right? That, that's what we do. Okay? That's the first thing we do. And that fundamentally in the economy of God is action. Amen. It is action. Amen. Okay? No, Amen. Ma- no matter how it's happened, it is action. And when God delivers people and they gather together and they worship, it is action. And it's the, and it is the thing that the that the the principalities and powers fear the most, which is why they're attacking it they, directly. They do not want the saints of God gathered together singing psalms. They do not want them gathered together hearing the word proclaimed clearly. They do yeah. not want them gathered together sharing the bread and the wine with joy and gratitude yeah. in their hearts. Yeah. They do not want to get them gathered together hearing that their sins are forgiven through Jesus alone. Yeah. Okay, that's the thing they don't want. That's the thing that they're trying to stop. Amen. And they're they're using a lot of you know intermediaries who don't know what they're doing, who think there's a disease, who think there's a a reason to panic, who who have all kinds of other ulterior motives. But that's the the principal thing happening. Yeah. Um, And and they will, you know, they'll limit your numbers. They'll they'll make you, you know, mask up. They'll make you do all kinds of other things to try to inhibit, but discourage you to make it boring, to make it annoying, to try to break that down. But when people, when the Christians gather together and worship, when the church says, no, we will worship the triune God. Yeah. That's action. Yeah. Now, I don't think that's a stop there, but I think that's where it begins. That's the well, central thing. Until we can get that back, yes. <laughs> until we churches land there, yeah. I don't think we can understand what our next moves are. All of them are in vain yeah. at that point. If we don't have yeah. God in the center of that, at the beginning right. of that, right. then. But I think then, you know, the next actions you do is you take your kids out of the, the stupid schools you got them in. Yeah. yeah. And, and you say, I'm going to educate them in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. Well, I'm going to teach my children. If you're a father, right. if you're a husband, then you need to disciple your wife. You need to disciple your children. You need to be talking about this at the dinner table every night. You need to be read the news story, read the Bible, tell them what the Bible says, tell them yeah. what Jesus says, disciple them. And if you have them in schools when they're not being trained to see everything in light of God's word, then get them out yesterday. Yeah. Start a school. This is not an option. Get them connected. Something, but that's action. That's right. Um, stop. Well, giving, that's that's repentance and yeah, and then a, a, action. action. Yeah, but right. repentance is a good yeah. action. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Repentance is Absolutely. good action. And and then I would say the other thing is is that you know there's I mean we've got um, grace agenda coming up in a few weeks. Yeah. Okay. Um, and we're having it. Yep. We're having grace agenda. It's happening here yeah. in town. Yeah. Um, and we're and we're we we do not care. We're doing it. Yeah. And um and that's not us reacting. No. It's us. Acting, acting. Right. Yeah. Um, we're going to we're going to preach the gospel. We're going to preach God's word. We're going to preach what um, what the Bible says about practical Christianity, about what yeah. it means to walk with Jesus, uh, the school of practical Christianity, and we're going to do that. And you know, I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. It might be kind of wild. It might be kind of crazy. But, but there's going to be. We're going to do it. But we're going to do it. It's, it's always messy. But I think it's always messy. you know, same thing goes with you know, where you, you got a Christian school in your town, and trying to figure out what's going on. Yeah. Um. You know what the the Hasidic Jews in New York during the shutdown. 
kept on going to synagogues. Right. Talk about right. people putting us to shame. Yep. You know how long they went to synagogue? They went to synagogue until the police locked them out of their synagogues. Yep. And then they brought, what do you call those big things? Ch- the, chain the, breakers or whatever. Chain, chain lock, you know, <laughs> yeah. cutters. Yeah. Broke the chains and went in and had their service again until they got locked out. And that's what Cuomo was like, hey, we're going to have to take your building away. <laughs> like, oh dude, the wow. Jews did that, that, that wow. in New York City. I mean, wow. Christian schools, businesses. Um, you know, uh, churches, you know, yeah. you, you, you're free, right? You're free in that Christ. Right, you're justified. Right? Right. And, and here's the thing. You can go and you can do this and you don't have to descend into the chaos of Antifa. You don't have to go, no. descend into the mob of the black lives matter. You can pray for your leaders. You can do them good. Um, anything that they ask you to do, that's not getting in the way of you or yeah. obedience to God yeah. and, and, and following him then yeah, and cheerfully is- submit. But then you can also, when they say you're doing, you can't do these things, which are completely immoral, unjust, unconstitutional. You can walk right through that and say, no, I'm free. And, and go do it. And do it. And, 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 and it's okay for them to try to stop you. It's okay for them to put chains on your doors. It's and, like, yeah. like, I mean, it's, it's wrong, but it's not like, we don't need to be ashamed of that. Right. The other thing I want to add to this is that when you're a Christian, even if you show up late, don't forget you're justified. Amen. Yeah. You know, I mean, and don't let anybody hold that against Amen. you. Yeah. Uh, one of the things we started this with a conversation from uh, a talk from Doug back in yeah. 1996. Yeah. Yeah. I just found this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right. You're late. Yeah. I, I you're late. And I, didn't, and I didn't even remember it. I, you know, I, I actually I wasn't there. Okay. I didn't get here until 98. But yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, so, and I'm getting, I'm just now getting yeah. my head wrapped around the bigger conversation of what's really going on and what's happening. I'm late to the game. Yeah. Yeah. And in that, you Thank God for where you're at. Yeah. You ask for repentance, and yeah. then you start engaging. Right. And you don't don't let there's therefore don't, no, no condemnation yeah. for those who are Amen. in Christ Jesus. Right. When you get it and you get your feet in, and yep. don't let and, and guys people who've been in the fight who have been fighting, don't hold it against your brother when he starts fighting. Yeah. Right, that's right. Pat him on the back. Yeah. Yep. Let, Good praise work. God. Good work. Last Glad thing on this. Us. Last thing on this is because of you because you're justified. Yeah. The the ground of this is deep deep joy. Yeah, we we, we hit this at the end of the first very, yeah. segment, but you know it's actually again one of those places Gotta where keep hitting it. Vid Angels kind of they they kind of like, showing us the way a little he's bit. He's laughing. But, he's but, having a good time. You know, did you see their their um their ad? Yeah, you, yeah, you, you I, got I, that? I got a little bit of their ad. Did you we'll play the, as I mean, we and, right here. think yeah. about this. They're yeah. in the middle of getting sued by Disney. Yeah, and they're releasing. And ads this is like what this. they're doing. <laughs> so here's the thing: you're in movie purgatory. Which means all your options for watching movies are painful in their own way. (laughs) Behold, the red painted box. You can rent a cheap movie, but first you have to leave the house, which means putting on pants. (laughs) Then once you forget about it and rack up a week of late fees, you have to bring it back, which means putting on pants again. (laughs) Who knows? Maybe there won't be a line. (laughs) (laughs) There's always a line. (laughs) So when it's finally your turn to choose a movie, you have to settle on a lame one. Like your Aunt Gretchen when she waited too long to get married. Oh, and the best part? You can't customize movies for the little hellions. So whatever violence, sex, or language came with the movie stays with the movie. Uh oh. <laughs> too bad you have no other options. What the heaven? Welcome to That's a cut word. What the heaven? Where we have but one glorious streaming service VidAngel. VidAngel lets you watch filtered movies for just one dollar. Yes, a dollar. That's how much you pay at a lemonade stand. Except this won't give you Giardia. Good Angel has a huge selection with thousands of movies. Oh, oh man, that's 
this That's is one of their good. so this is one of their old ads. Yeah, yeah one of their old ads. But to, but to your point though, Toby, the joy of the Lord is our strength. Right. They're in the middle of getting sued by Disney, yep. and they're putting out stuff like this, saying, uh, you know, this, you know, look at I mean, they're, they're 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 acting justified. Yeah. They've got confidence. They're they're joyful. I mean, this is I think why I've so appreciated the new St. Andrews um, ad campaign recently, where you yeah. know we're uh, you know they're they're talking you know doing the the, the restrooms. You know yeah. we we know sci- we don't have science majors, but we do science better than the Supreme Court. Yes. Um. But so so yeah. not only fight, but I mean this is why we have our our, our tag the way we do fight yeah. laugh feast. Yeah. It's, it's the whole point is we want to fight, but we want to be jolly warriors. Yeah. yeah. And we don't know how to do that. It, it's hard. Yeah. And it's hard. We have to practice, but there, but check yourself. When I go to fight, when I go to, you know, protest, when I walk in the store without my mask on, when I, mm-hmm. whenever it is that I'm doing, when yeah. I'm writing, check the, your heart. when I'm writing the letter to my mayor, my governor, whatever, is yep. there joy in my heart as I do this? Am yep. I, you know, when I'm having the conversations on Facebook with my, you know, with my relatives or the people that disagree with me or think I'm crazy because I won't get into the mask thing or because yep. I think this is some big deal, you know, is it joy or is it the flesh? Right. Joy is the fundamental act. That's right. right. That's right. It, and because our God is joy. Yeah. Our that's God right. is pure joy. He is pure gladness. He is, he is just, that's, he is love. Yeah. He is goodness. And so he is not reacting. He is always acting. Yeah. And we have been loved by him. We have been saved by him. We've been made right Amen. by him. Our sins have been washed away by him. And so that's the joy in which we stand, the joy in which we act. And so whatever it is that you're doing, let it be joy that drives you. Let it be laughter. Amen. That's right. And make sure Amen. your kids and your wife see that especially. That's, I was going to say that. And it's yeah. in your family. They, it's, see, it's, they see like, man, it's dark out there, but dad it, 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 has yeah. joy. That's yeah. right. He's still laughing. If it yeah. doesn't come from there, you can yeah. forget about it yeah. being authentic. That's right. If you're single, get married. If you're married, have kids. If you have kids, go baptize them. Until next week, love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Go fight. Laugh and feast. This is cross politic. Man, we could have talked for about another forty-five minutes. Yeah, we could have. We could have. Maybe we will. (laughs) How do I trust that you know where to put the lines down at so we can have these distinctions? So are we fighting or laughing or feasting right now?